is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Wednesday, May 10th, readers gathered at the East Side Freedom Library to read their pieces from St. Paul Almanac's Volume 11, On a Collected Path. Sarah Culper? Where's Sarah? Okay. Sarah Culper writes poetry, fiction, and nonfiction. Her poem, Moonwalker, is engraved on a sculpture located at St. Cloud State University. Baseball Bits Number no. 2 was published in A View from the Loft in 2001. Searching for Answers was selected for Hazelden's Conference on Arts and Healing. Her first book is Potholes, a collection of poems, quotes, and cameos. And her website is www.the-liberal-prude.com. I'm not sure if I said that right. Please welcome Sarah Culper. Thank you, Linda. And thank you again, Kimberly, and the familiar faces I see from those who work so steadily and so hard on keeping the St. Paul Almanac alive. Um, I thought about this, and one of the things that, uh, that I think is so special about it is that you can go to the library and you can check out a book about the history, maybe written by one person, but what makes the St. Paul Almanac so rich and so wonderful is you're getting the history of the experience of the people who live here. That is invaluable, and I'm delighted every time I read a piece from it. And thank you to Eastside Freedom Library. I've been here a couple of times for some other events. This is a wonderful place. Thank you also for keeping this going. So my story is called The Escolar Incident. One of the things I love about St. Paul is the availability of ethnic foods. Several years ago, I discovered the Dragon Star supermarket just blocks from my house. One day, as I had done so in the past, I decided to try something new. I perused the fruit section and selected a large porcupine-type looking melon. I gathered my groceries and proceeded to the checkout line. A little woman next to me said, you like? I don't know, I said. I just thought I'd try it. Oh, she said, smell very bad, taste very good, very expensive. Expensive? I said. I Expensive? I inquired, turning to the cashier. Pardon me. How expensive can a melon be? I thought. The cashier said, $32. $32? (laughs) I said incredulously. I thought it was $3.99. $32. $3.99 a pound. It weighs eight pounds, she replied. (laughs) I paused, somewhat embarrassed, thinking, expensive and it smells bad? (laughs) I changed my mind, I said. I misunderstood the sign. 
my culinary experimentation with new and unusual fruit would be postponed. On another occasion, I explored the fish section. There I encountered countless numbers of sea creatures, some of which looked more delectable than others. I selected two eight-ounce fillets of fish called escolar. The texture seemed, the texture resembled walleye, so I thought it could be cooked similarly. How difficult could it be? Later that evening, I found a recipe online and prepared it accordingly, along with rice and fresh asparagus. I was excited to cook something special for my sweetheart and to demonstrate my meager cooking abilities. I had a history of many failed attempts in the kitchen, including one we aptly named Gruel. <laughs> Bill was by far a superior cook. Dinner was perfect. We both agreed the Escalar fillets were delicious. We would have them again. After we cleaned the kitchen, Bill went to his man cave to work on his computer. I decided to check my email and do a little Facebook time. I couldn't stop thinking about that fish. I wanted to know more about it, what it looked like, where it lived. I couldn't bear the thought it might resemble a lantern fish. I just couldn't wrap my head around eating something ugly. I once asked a barista to describe a particular politician as an animal. He didn't hesitate. A lantern fish, he replied. <laughs> I had to look it up. Now that is an ugly fish. I googled Escalar and quickly found a wealth of information. Considered a delicacy, it resembled a mackerel. Not an ugly fish at all. I was relieved. Low and mercury also made it desirable. The taste was described as buttery and succulent. Indeed, it was. I read further only to discover the recommended serving size was two to six ounces. Weird, I thought. We had each consumed an eight ounce, eight ounce filet. I read on. Eating more than six ounces of it could cause diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea? Not good. I read further. Not just diarrhea, but exploding orange <laughs> diarrhea, which could occur any time within 30 minutes to 36 hours. Uh-oh, I thought. I better tell Bill. I sheepishly descended the basement stairs to the man cave. Bill was engrossed in his work at the computer. I told him I needed to show him something. Can't it wait? I'm busy. I swallowed and said, uh, Bill, I think you're going to want to see this. Though somewhat irritated with my interruption, he agreed to pull up Escalar. He started to read. What's the big deal? Just keep reading, I said. While I was gravely concerned about the intestinal distress we might come to experience, experience I was trying not to laugh hysterically. <laughs> I had the next day off. <laughs> Unfortunately, Bill did not. He pushed, his, pushed back his chair abruptly, staring at me with something close to despair in his eyes and said, did you know about this? No, I replied emphatically. He said, what am I supposed to do? I have to work tomorrow. What am I supposed to do? Tell my clients, excuse me, but I need to run to the bathroom, and what if I don't make it? <laughs> I'm a visual person. 
<laughs> I didn't have an answer for that. Tears formed in my eyes while I was choking on my laughter. Bill wasn't amused. I apologized again. A cloud of angst filled the room with silence. Bill turned back to the computer while I shamefully crawled up the stairs. I suppose I could end the story here, but that would leave you wondering. <laughs> Although we experienced a bit of intestinal disruption, there were no explosions. I still love culinary adventures and continue to frequent my favorite multi-ethnic supermarket in this richly diverse community we call St. Paul. <laughs> to hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.